your eyes to the skies. It's time for Space Out on 95 PFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium. Kia ora, Josh from the Stardome. Are you there, mate? Kia ora, how's it going? Uh, it's good, it's good. Um, just sort of easing into this Tuesday afternoon. Um, uh, how are you doing at Stardome? Are you just are you back yeah. to normal programming? I think we, when we last spoke two weeks ago, uh, school holidays were over and you were just looking to uh, enjoy kind of putting your feet up and just having normal activities resume. Yeah, no, we've, yeah, that's long and gone. So we're back to just schools, which is kind of our regular programming, which mm-hmm. is a bit more slow. So, yeah, it's been nice to just have a bit of a break. Yeah, excellent. Now, um, what's been happening in space news? I feel like there's been a bit of space news in the last two weeks. Um, yeah, I think there's been a lot of um, changes to plans that we kind of had talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one of the big ones is we had a an update for the Mars sample return mission. Yes. Um, so yeah, NASA's kind of solidified their plans. They're like, all right, this is mm-hmm. what we're going to do. There's a great. Um, uh, just to, sorry, Josh, to interrupt you. Um, you sent through a link to an an article at nasa.gov, um, and there's an artist impression of the samples returning i'm sure yeah. to earth and it looks like a it looks like a massive vape um, blasting off um the mars surface yeah I, mean, I, I didn't look at it that way but now that you said that i, I can use that that's awesome there's lots of like mars rovers and landers all in close proximity to one another um multiple helicopters some sort of satellite uh, a couple of rovers and a, a lander and a massive vape blasting back back to Earth. <laughs> yeah, and the massive vape. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, what, what NASA basically says, because um, initially they had a plan to uh, send a new mission to Mars and that, that would take a new rover and that rover mm. would go collect the samples from the current rover, um, you know, head back to a launcher, or a.k.a. the giant vape, um, and that would send it off into space and then back to Earth. Um, but NASA's basically they've kind of simplified this plan and said, you know, because we have that helicopter that they're currently been flying around, that's been so successful and so affordable that they've actually said instead of building, you know, a brand new rover, which are really expensive and big and bulky, um, they're actually just going to build two small helicopters, and those are actually going to collect the samples, take them back to the platform, and then that's going to launch it off. So I think they're also just, you know, massively reducing the cost of the mission, and hopefully it's going to be a lot simpler. Okay. Um, hang on, yeah, hang on, hang on. Oh, cool, getting helicopters. <laughs> yeah, just run me through this. So the, NASA is going to build two helicopters, yep. uh, send them to Mars. There will be something yep. flying in low orbit. The helicopters release, land on the surface of Mars, collect the sample, and then fly back to the space shuttle? Yeah, it's a, it's a multi-set mission. There's basically three things. So the first thing is the current rover, which is already there, that's collecting the samples. Mm. Um, the second mission will take a landing platform along with two spacecraft. So that landing platform will have the rocket to actually lift the samples off the ground, and, yes. that, and that'll take two little helicopters down. And then in orbit around Mars, there'll be another spacecraft, which will be a European one, um, and that will then actually take the samples back to Earth. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's kind of three steps in the process. They're all very complicated, of course, um, but this is the, the most simple and most affordable thing that they can come up with. This is actually, this is kind of happening in the near future. It's only 10-ish years away. Mm. Is there a team of, like, 200 people just doing mathematics to support this operation? 
Yeah, well, I, I think a lot of the physics behind these missions, we've actually done a lot of this before. So, you yeah. know, we know how to get to Mars, we know how to land on Mars, we know how to make these helicopters work. I think the biggest challenge is actually going to be uh, the vape, essentially. So that rocket is going to be taken off the planet. <laughs> we've not done that vape before. Vape technology, yeah. Strawberry flavoured, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've not done that before. So, yeah, it's really just how we're going to make this rocket actually launch off Mars because that's not something that we've done. Mm. Um, I think that's going to be the most difficult thing. But, you know, that's just one thing. So I think everything else we're pretty good at so far. Okay. Now, NASA, more NASA news. They've announced the date for Artemis to blast off to the moon. Yep, finally we've got a um, kind of a tentative launch date, which is the 30th of August. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that, I mean that's in three weeks, which is really soon. Um, they'll be rolling out the actual rockets to the launch pads. I think this week actually. Yeah. Um, do those tests again, but you know they've already done all these tests. So I think we're actually really genuinely getting close to the launch, which is you know long overdue. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be really exciting to actually finally see that launch in a few weeks. Now. Artemis is the biggest rocket since Saturn V, yeah? Yeah, the rocket itself, it's called SLS, is the uh, biggest, most powerful rocket NASA's ever built. Oh, um, and when okay. it actually does launch, it'll it'll be the most powerful rocket in the world, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be overtaken by the SpaceX one, the, the Starship. Um, that's probably going to launch pretty soon, too. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty hefty rocket. Is, is there any intention to, to send people to the moon again? Is there is, are we are we beyond that now? There's no need for humans anymore. Yeah, no. So the, the second Artemis mission, this is just the first one. Um, Artemis two will actually be taking people, so right. we'll actually have four astronauts going to the moon. They won't be landing, but they'll be testing all of the technologies to you know orbit the moon, right. um, do do everything up until the landing, and then the actual landing we plan for that to take place in 2025. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that's three three-ish years away. Mm. Um, you know, again, they're probably going to be delayed. Might be by a year, several years. But yeah, the, these missions, although they're not manned at the moment, these are really just testing those technologies. So yeah, we can actually return people to the moon eventually. What sort of what sort of stopped the the the, the rush to get people on the surface again? Was it becoming too dangerous, or is it uh, is it just not not really required because the technology? to exclude from humans is there now or, or? yeah I, I mean there's so many factors it's, you know big question is why have we not been back to the moon since the 70s mm. um, and there are so many factors you know a, a really big one is just actually funding you know the space right. agenda NASA's budget is extremely small um, yep. and not only that but all of the technology has changed and also our priorities shifted you know NASA's budget went towards the space shuttle went towards the International mm. Space Station right um, it just wasn't a priority, but I think now we've kind of seen the value in exploration. Mm. Um, and, you know, we want to go back to the moon, not just to go there and say, hey, we've gone, but actually mm. to go and be sustainable, to, you know, build bases and, um, yeah. you know, really get into exploration. So I think it's, yeah, it's just really exciting. Cool. Ar- going back to Artem- Artemis 1, what, so we're launching the massive SLS rocket. What's it going to blast into space? So it's taking a capsule which is called Orion. So this is kind of the new um, Apollo-type um, capsule. So that's a crew capsule that'll be supporting the astronauts in space. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mission itself, although it's uncrewed, it'll also be taking a whole bunch of smaller payloads. So as it's in orbit around the moon, it'll be launching smaller, um, what we call CubeSats. These will be mapping moon tech photos, lots of temp technology demonstrations. Um, so there's quite a lot happening. Um, and this is going to be you know, several, several weeks, this mission. So it's going to be quite exciting to follow. Okay, so there, there's a capsule. So it's blasting a capsule. 
Uh, for Artemis 2, is that launching another capsule that will then dock with this capsule? Yeah, so the, the plan is when we do send people, mm. uh, this Artemis capsule will be basically the habitat, but there will be another element, which is the landing element. So mm. that's actually being developed by SpaceX. So they're building um, a variation of the Starship. Uh, that's going to take people to the moon. So there's lots of companies involved. Um, NASA is just really a small part of it, honestly. Um, but they're, they're really kind of taking the charge with the mission. Mm-hmm. Sounds sounds a lot more, would you say it's more or less complex than the original missions to the moon? Oh, I'd say far more complex. I mean, you know, in the 60s and 70s, a lot of these things we were doing for the first time, but we also had the money and the resources to just try it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas now, we, you know, we have really constrained budgets and also... Uh, much more concerned about people, you know, yes. not just sending people. You know, Apollo missions are extremely dangerous. Um, we don't really want to take those risks this time. So yeah, it's, it's, I think there's a lot more on the line for NASA. With the, with the little satellites blasting up into um, space to map the moon, what sort of stuff are they looking for? Um, basically water. So one of the biggest resources is ice, because you know when you split water apart, you get hydrogen, and oxygen. Hydrogen used for fuel. Oxygen used can use for fuel mm-hmm. um, and also oxygen used for breathing and the water itself you can use for humans so ice is one of the most valuable resources that we have and the moon has okay. a lot of it yep. um, right. so that's yeah that's that's where we're heading basically oh, so they're yeah. probably going to go to the south pole for that oh, very interesting mining the moon for ice yeah <laughs> who yeah. would have thought <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't sound valuable but yeah ice in space is extremely valuable yeah, yeah I can imagine. when you think about it yeah hey now josh what's happening at the stardome anything to look forward to in the next coming weeks um, not too much, honestly. Yeah, we've kind of just finished our music, uh, film festival, which was pretty awesome. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we've still got our regular shows on for the next couple of weeks. Um, and yeah, I'm, I think I will have a few more events to let you know next time. Excellent. Hey, uh, Josh from Stardom, thank you very much. Um, we'll check in with you in a fortnight's time. Yeah. Kia ora, Josh. All right, Josh. I'll switch you then. All right, kaki te. Control, we are docked. That was spaced out on 95 BFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium.